after the you know the injury <laughs> but you know back to reality back to the here and now yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right y'all we ain't did this in a minute y'all know we silly but yeah nothing nothing extra just you know like you said done with life good well you know i've just been a bit busy with my sorority Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated. Shout out to Alpha Alpha Theta Omega. <laughs> I've never in my life had a skiwi in my house. Get into it. Get into it. But all right, ladies, let's get back into the swing of things. Let's start with the T. Drops. Yes, yes. <laughs> So, you know, there's been a lot going on, so we're going to play a little catch-up here, okay? Mm -hmm. So, we're going to start off with, what, Dame Dash and his... (laughs) Y'all know, you know, (laughs) no matter how old these funny topics are, we have to talk about them. they're going to be ashy, but it's okay. Teresa has gotten a (laughs) kick out of this because, y'all know, Lee Daniels owed Dame Dash money. I guess at one particular time, he was the only person... Um, willing to lend him money to fulfill his dream, and um, it's time to pay the piper. And Dane Dash wasn't having it. Found out Lee Daniels was at a Diana Ross concert. <laughs> no, that's with me. That's a shot. She was up there singing, "I'm coming up, coming." <laughs> and Lee got his little throw wrapped around him, and Dane Dash money green Irish throw on. <laughs> Dang Dad got his hand on his chest. Nigga, you owe me two million dollars. Give me my money. Dad was like, yeah. Yes, I I have a question, though. So did Dane, like, know where Lee was going to be, or was he at the concert organically? He rolled up on him. You know how niggas be like, pull up, pop out. Gotcha. Lee didn't say that, but Dane took it as that. I feel like... I feel like one of Dane partners was like, yeah, man, I just took my mom to the uh, concert, you know what I mean? And he was like, what? 
Donna Ross? I didn't even know she was coming. I bet Lee bitch ass gonna do that. Let me roll up on this food. That nigga owe me $2 million. Well, Dame did a, not Dame, I'm sorry. Lee Daniels just recently did an interview talking about, I can't remember. Was what, it on what, TMZ? Yes. Okay, because I didn't watch it. What happened on TMZ? Baby, the follow-up. Yes, follow up. Yeah, what, what was He was it? sitting there with his legs crossed, perched. Like, and honey, like he was like, you know what? I <laughs> Trey breathe. Trey. He was like, you know what? Dane did believe in me when no one else would. And you know, I feel I I, I do I feel bad. I feel bad. And I'm gonna make sure he gets his money. I, I'm gonna make sure that he get he was like, he invested in me. And so the girl who was interviewing him was trying to get clear, was it a loan or an investment? But an investment is pretty much like the same. It's, if I invest yeah. in you, I'm expecting a return, return on my investment. investment. Absolutely. That's either, just not a either a collaboration yeah. Yeah. or my monetary, you know what I'm saying? Money yeah. my funds back with interest. Cause it's been a long time because I, I'm not quite sure what period in life Lee was in because y'all know he did Monsters Ball. Yeah, with Halle Berry. I didn't know that either. That's that. why Dame Dash tag Halle Berry, Oprah, Tyler oh, Perry. <laughs> he tagged on So he did. I, I'm not sure if it was like after Monsters Ball because I think he kind of got like a little bit of blackballed because he was kind of complaining that he thought he should have gotten the Oscar over Hallie or both of them get the Oscar you know what I mean so So it might have been during that period of in between because he did some movie Shadow Boxer which I didn't know was his and something else and I think Dame Dash gave him money for those projects and so then he's like okay Precious comes out you have Empire you have Star you have all of these other successful projects and every time I try to get in contact with you for either to do a business deal for a project that I want to do or to give me my money back, it's, you know, ducking and dodging. And so what Precious mm-hmm. came out, how long ago? Like 2012 or mm-hmm. before that? It was a while. It's it 2018. Yeah. Was I even married? It was like 11. 20, 10, I don't remember 20. exactly, but it's, <laughs> it's been a long time ago. Yeah. Long enough for you to have made and gave him his damn money back. But he pulled up on you. Yeah. And it's, that, it's just real shady because he makes it seem like this is a surprise. I mean, like, you knew you owe that man money. But the question is, does this make you feel any differently about the whole Monique? But that's the when he did that interview that? that Trey was talking about, okay. that follow up interview, okay. he was like, you know, honestly, Dame Dash believed in me. He deserves this money. But Monique, you need to shut up. Like, oh, he, uh, okay, he's so still mad about shut up Monique. Coming from. Okay. But. Tyler, you, I didn't listen to the whole video where Monique and her husband like put Tyler Perry on speakerphone. You ain't know about this? So they had a conversation with him and Tyler Perry was basically admitting that Monique <clears throat> didn't deserve to be blackballed and he never said that she was hard to work with and all of these different things. That's a mess. Yeah, the, the, they, they recorded the conversation. They recorded so, it and put it out. But it was just like he was that. on. Yeah, because they, it was a private conversation. Mm. But with recordings, only one person has to agree to the recording mm-hmm. being put out publicly. And, of course, they did. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, she just shady. wanted to provide some acknowledgement that she didn't deserve the treatment. And Tyler acknowledged that. But he also was kind of like, I mean, well, Monique, just get you a movie and do a good job. And then it's like, come on, you know that's easier said than done. Everybody's not Tyler Perry with a big studio and... You know it's already harder for black women to get roles in Hollywood and all of that kind of stuff. And now she has this cloud over her as 
hard to work with. Well, now yeah. she's going to even more the crowd because she was recording conversations. Right. Exactly. Now nobody's going to talk gonna to you at all me. because they think you're recording. How does this help her play? I guess any means necessary. And y'all know I think this all has something to do with her damn husband. Absolutely. Because I'm just, she did not behave this way. She just didn't. Mm. We so all anyway. know that men can make you act different. Mm. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah, Ooh. there's that with Dame Dash. That was funny to me. Mm. Well, that's a hot mess. Uh, anyway. So, next up, what do we have on the agenda? So, okay, a lot of music has dropped. Mm-hmm. Um, we have the Carters. First, let's start with the Carters. Okay. okay? What did y'all think of the Carter's album? Have you listened to it in its entirety? What's I listened to it multiple feel? times. I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't expect it to be that kind of album. Because, you know, more of their collaborations have been previous before, like pre-Lemonade, Beyonce. You know what I'm saying? So, a different kind of feel to them. But I like the, um, I like the album. I like it. So, my thing is this, is that, first of all, I listen to it, and I'm the type of person I have to listen to it in my car to get the true feeling of Mm -hmm. it, and it has to be at night. So, my brother, he was like, ooh, that Carter's album is dope as shit, y'all. It's the... I'm like, I mean, eh, it's okay. So, I listened to it in my car, and I really, really like it. You like it now? I like Nice. That's, like, one of my favorites, and I like Boss. I like Boss. I like Boss. I like... I'm trying to get the track list um i like boss i like nice and i like love happy and the black effect i like the album uh, but again i totally agree so there was a youtube comedian who said i mean it's basically just saying he cheated on me right. but we rich and so we back together y'all not ass <laughs> that is really <laughs> what it is yeah and now i feel I, I start to feel like with a lot of these celebrities it, everything is a stunt. Yeah, but with them, I actually do like the fact that Jay Z, cool, cool, you know, I'm super cool. I ain't gotta explain myself. Type dude is actually letting these dudes know that I put the work in to mm-hmm. save my marriage because it was worth it. Say Unlike that again, the work, the work. Jesus. Unlike Ti, who tries to blame everything that goes bad in his mm-hmm. life or his situation. Like his wife is such a distraction, but at the same time, you'll give her props. In one regard, saying she holds you down and holds your family down. But as soon as you want to be out here on some BS, doing some shit that you shouldn't be doing as a married man, it's a distraction. And you don't want to take ownership. Like, Jay-Z to me is saying, yeah, I fucked up. I did it. I fucked all the way up. And I saw my life flashing before my eyes. Like, I ain't want to lose my damn wife. I ain't want no other man raising my kids and all of that type of stuff. So I just think that it's honorable to say, you know, to actually own up to it. Because, I mean, a lot of these long-standing relationships in hip-hop, like, Snoop and his wife been together like 20 years. Mm-hmm. Ice Cube and his wife. Who else? LL. LL and AY. Not to say that they didn't have them the same kind of bumps in the oh, yeah. road. You know what I'm saying? Their their wives just aren't famous and aren't yeah. like a coveted female. Like Beyonce has yeah. been this coveted female mm-hmm. and they've always been like this it couple to people and mm-hmm. couple goals and all of that. And it's like, hold up. Same thing happened in our marriage. But we worked through it. And not to say that the other couples didn't, but he's just putting it. They are both just putting it in their music. 
Well, I like the fact that in one of the songs, she was basically putting it out there like, you fucked up our first vow, so yeah. we had to get rid That's the last you, Yeah, song. you messed up on that ring. And Love we, happy. Yeah, we had to redo this thing. And I, I like the transparency and the realness of it. Um, it still was S sometimes to skip around. I mm-hmm. like when the whole album brings me joy. Yeah. So to me, the album will never get an A because I don't like all like of the every songs. single song. Yeah, yeah I get you, you know. So it was still jump around it for me, but it was okay. I yeah. dug it. I yeah, enjoyed I can, it. I can find myself listening Absolutely. to it. Certain songs. I like you know, background music. Yeah. Ape shit. Yeah, I like it. It's very Migo esque, and then I found they out that it. they did the song, and yeah. I was like, oh, well, makes <laughs> sense. You hear them on the ad lib. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm like, I what? love the vision. Now she has become the visual queen. Right. Oh yeah, yeah. visual. Yeah. You can't fuck with her. It was good, but it still it gave me Kanye West ish type. It did not persona for me. for me, and I'm like, what is happening? I can see right how you now? feel that way. I can see it how you feel that way. I was like, I, uh, I'm a little confused. Now <laughs> I did not listen to that nigga album. No, never. And I'm still, I, I love Tiana Taylor, and I have not listened no, to her I'm, album I, yet I can't because. Do it. He is. He has involvement with it, but I, yeah. I, I love TT, and I've been waiting on her to have her, her moment. It's yeah. actually a good. Album. And I see everybody is loving it, so I'm like, I gotta go and listen to yeah, it. Yeah, it's really good. She's, it's, that's, that's I'm conflicted with her yeah. because again, I don't want to give any type of money back to well, the I, West. I mean, I but, pay, I pay for titles, so see, it'll be through that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on and I'm streaming music. I mean, it's not like I went and gave him my money. Yeah, yeah. but it kind of is. Him a chance. <laughs> But it kind of is. I, I mean, know. whatever. It's the principle. I wish she wasn't associated with him. Yeah. But it is I heard it the is. album was dope, but I have not yeah. listened to she it. She so is it. super talented. Like, mm-hmm. a for and real. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like Teacher Moses. <laughs> oh, God. Can she come back? We can't. We can't. <laughs> I love you, Teacher. I know you don't listen, but I love you. Got to do some rough times, girl, <laughs> my 20s. God bless Complex Simplicity. I auditioned okay. on one of her songs. Really? Backstroke. Yes. Yeah, I was gonna say I can see you doing backstroke. Because hold on, I, because oh, I was playing it one day. There's something in your backstroke. Okay, continue. No, I was playing <laughs> it in my car one day, mm-hmm. and she wasn't bopping to none of the out the songs. And then backstroke came on, and she and her, doing the <laughs> eight in the passenger side. She, oh yeah, girl, I dance to this. I'm like, this is the only way you teach your music is if you've done a routine to it. Yep, I did. That makes sense. But she yeah, you uh, the album complex simplicity. Not that she wasn't feeling it. She just, I like. She had never heard it. Yeah, I don't think I heard it in its entirety. I had just heard certain songs from going to different dance classes mm. from her, and See, that's that, what made me like her. But I didn't listen to her entire album. That's one album that's from one the my, beginning to the end. There's no skip action. But so you know, I'm also not. And you, you remember this. I'm not a huge fan of Mary J. I like Mary J. Blige, but I'm not a huge, huge fan of her music like that because all of it is the struggle. Were you around when I used to yes. tease Shantae and them about the concerts? And I used to be... Because <laughs> Twan was a huge Mary J. Blige. And I, I love Mary J. Blige, too. Now, I ain't got to get all of the depressed. Like, my life is not my album, but I like the 411. Yeah. Like what's that the four one one then? I, you know what I'm saying? Because my life, she was really going through, it. and I got my bops off my life. Of but it. yeah, mm-hmm. that's not my Mary J. Blige album. What's so your favorite one was? What's the what's the four one one? And I call it the pink CD, the one dang with um just fine on it. Uh, yes, I like. See, that my album. two favorites are 
my life and share my world. Share my I love share my world because it's so nineties. Um What's the one with deep inside of it? That one. The one when we were like freshmen in college. I mean, I love a lot of her projects. It's just my life is not my. Yeah. Not my album. For me, that's why I say I love her. And Mm -hmm. when she is featured on like various award shows, she Mm -hmm. I get excited. But her music. She don't like the sad music, but what kills me with that. It's not always relatable She like fucking Amy Winehouse. Now, I didn't fucking, I I didn't fuck with her. And all she is is sad and drunk. You can't, because I like jazz. I mean, I understand, but. I like, I'm going to tell you why. Topic wise, it doesn't make sense. No, but hold on. Amy Winehouse, I, I didn't even get on her until she was damn near dead. And I was introduced to like her album. Yeah, I know, she died at like 24, 25. Yeah. But I like her album because I like her sound. Because mm-hmm. she's, she's more closely re- related to like how you hear it, like jazz artists sound. I like her sound. Okay. But in terms of, the again. The subject matter was still. No, the like, subject matter is not like I related to rehab and all that kind of thing because I was never an alcoholic or a druggie either. <laughs> um, but I did like her sound, so I liked her music. Mary J, <clears throat> her subject matter, I, her sound is fine. I'm not hugely into it. But some of her content, I just couldn't relate, and I was just like, "Okay, I appreciate it." But well, you it's a lucky not... chick if you can never relate to the heartbreak. I, I just a lot of her hell? stuff I didn't relate to it. Okay, we're talking about my boyfriend. Okay, okay, I'm sorry. Okay, we're talking about new music, guys, and we love you, Mary J. Blige. We will always revert back to yes. the past. Yes. We live in the past, like Morrison. So, um, Scorpions out. (laughs) Of course, I love. Y'all was listening to it today on the way Because Drake can do no wrong in my eyes. My favorite songs are Survival, (laughs) Elevate, Emotionless, God's Plan, I'm Upset. Like, the singles he came out with, God's Plan, I'm Upset, and um, Nice For What. Um, I'm I'm looking at the the track list. Eight out of ten. Eight out of ten. March 14th, of course, In My Feelings is now a bop because everybody yes. doing the In My Feelings challenge. Kiki, do you know me? Jalen made one, but it's all over Instagram now. I loved it, but um, you know what got me was, you know, when he came out with I'm Upset. Mm-hmm. For all my Degrassi fans out there, it just made my entire freaking life. I watched the video finally. It, it was just everything. It, it was just See, I never I and I heard it was one of the guys that was on there that was pissed that he wasn't invited to yeah, the video Yeah, his name shoot. was Sean in the show, and uh-huh. he was upset that he wasn't in there. He was upset. But that just made my entire life. My husband was like, what in the hell is wrong with you? And then I went through this whole Degrassi thing. I had you to watch the <laughs> See, I never watched Degrassi, but I knew Drake was on there. See, oh my God. I, you know, I loved 15. You don't know nothing about 15, girl. Girl, you know what? Trace was looking at us she like... She has no idea what 15 is. All you 90s about. real Nickelodeon <laughs> kids that watch 15 and Clarissa explains it all, all, all of those. Yeah. Trace, did you watch all that? Mm-hmm. Did you watch all that? I wasn't home a lot. I was always in that She tried to say we was home. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was, but I played outside. <laughs> <laughs> what the, always dancing, I dancing. You and your little weights can flower. <laughs> <laughs> I remember Clarissa explains it all, and I remember um, all that. But I didn't watch a lot of TV. Like I that. did. I love TV. Um, yeah, but I love Drake's album. I enjoyed it, but I do understand when people are saying it was kind of flat. 
Because he, I mean, he's singing and sad or whatever people want to call it. But, what? I mean, that's Drake. Why like, does, I'm still confused as to why Charlamagne doesn't like him. I don't, I don't know. It's personal. Not he's not talking it. about his music, but it's like a personal Is thing. Is it personal? Because I thought he just didn't like his music. No, he likes his music. He talk about liking his, like, if you listen to any of his, like, DJ Vlad interviews... He'll talk about certain, like, if he don't like some, which is fair, you know, if I don't like this song, mm-hmm. I don't like this song. But he do give Drake props for being a rapper. I don't know. So what is that about? I have no idea. But because Drake, won't, like Drake don't come to the breakfast club. Yeah, he always trashing him. him. Yeah. I, and I've never understood. I'm like, what did he do? I don't do? know. It like, must what? be a personal situation. The one time he gave him props was when that whole beef was going down with him and Meek Mill. Meek Mill, that's what I'm saying. And he'll, yeah. he'll acknowledge his music on other platforms. But I don't know. I don't care, but I don't know. I mean, I've always been an Aubrey Graham You already know. Fan. And then he turned into Drake. Yeah. And that's when I was like, who the hell is Drake? I know Aubrey Graham. <laughs> I know Jimmy. Jimmy that sat in the wheelchair. Yeah. And then he turned into a rapper and I'm like, okay. It's great. I, I got introduced to him as a rapper. I didn't watch Degrassi guys. Sorry, it wasn't my show. So are you into his looks? You just think he's a beautiful person? Yes. Yeah, I mean, is. I think he's attractive, yeah. Yes, she is. Of course. But I like I like his music. If Before he heard show up right now, she would be gone. <laughs> you know, the very first time I heard Drake, I remembered it, and I liked it from the very first time. The first time I heard, it, I was like, "Who is this?" I called my brother, my little music encyclopedia. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Who is Drake?" And he was like, "Oh, Drake, dope." Da 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 da. Didn't picture him to look like what he looked like at all. And I was like, oh, I need to hear more music. This was like 2009. I remember we were on Maurice, on my way to Maurice's wedding in Atlanta. And I was like getting something from Publix. <laughs> and I was like, I heard the best I ever had. I was like, who is yes, this? Yes. I was you like, been, oh, this nigga. Don't. You remember I told you, Jay, I was like, oh, you want one of them best I ever had types. <laughs> <laughs> no, I used to say, love you better. L, L, love you better. Which that's one of my favorite albums. <laughs> my favorite, absolutely. That's your favorite. That's mm-hmm. one of them. It reminds me of Fam. It reminds me of Tallahassee. That was two thousand two. It gives me Tallahassee yeah. vibes. It reminds me of New York because it came out the summer I was on internship up there. Mm-hmm. And everybody was playing it. Good stuff. Well, yes, we all love Drake. So speaking of marriages, let's revert back. So our topic is marriages, friend or foe. Da, da, da. Y'all like that? Y'all the, like how they... The dramatic effect. <laughs> I feel like I just watched Thriller. I was like, oh. Y'all don't do me, okay? Okay, so, that's what we talking about. That's what we talking about. So, talking about. as you know, guys, we it's talk so about relationships a lot. So, yes, Trey, let's unpack this. If <laughs> <laughs> it's a phrase that I need to die at the end of 2018... <laughs> Is unpack this. So we have all of the Instagram therapists. Oh, there's a lot of things to unpack. I'm so sick of it. <laughs> it's very appropriate though. You well, let's take the shit out the box. What we doing? What we talking about? I think it's appropriate. Mm. I like unpack. I'm sure. I say it in my sessions. I'm sure. We 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 do now. (laughs) (laughs) What's that? The two two seven jacket. Baby, I hate y'all so much. So the first 
subtopic was whether you agree with the type of marriage as it relates to open or closed. And open meaning where you both have an understanding that you can go out and do your thing and there's no ill will. But it's all about transparency. So do you guys, what do you guys think about open marriages? Just marriage or relationships. Or open relationships. Yes, it can be relationships as well. To me. Now, I think that from the outside looking in, because I don't agree with it personally, it just wouldn't be something that I signed up for. But I think it gives people, I think the first thing that comes to mind for people when they're talking about it is sex. Free to have sex with whoever, whenever, and that kind of thing. And I think an open marriage, because it's a marriage, entails much more than just you being out allowed to have your sexual escapades without explanation or without the threat of divorce and all of those things. I think it entails a lot more, but I think that most people initiate it because they have a desire to have sex Mm -hmm. with somebody else. And I just feel like even in open relationships, you still can get and feel cheated on because I think open relationships has like this doctrine of rules. Like, it's open but you can't do this you i have to know about it you know these rules are in place and i feel like rules go out the window when somebody dick hard and they pussy wet i just feel like it's just (laughs) yeah we said you know you can have like especially with the thought of threesomes in mind i think that that's a part of an open relationship or a marriage right so i feel like people set all these rules like our rules for a threesome is you can't kiss on the lips you can't do this you can't do that and then it's like baby they are wide open sexually and aroused Mm -hmm. so when you saying a rule like something small to some people it's small like don't kiss this person on the lips Mm. but when you having sex and they just did something to you that your partner has never done to you and then they go to kiss you on the lips you're gonna kiss them back i did y'all see superfly the movie the, the no movie? i haven't no. seen the remake okay well we went and saw it a couple weekends they have, they have the best love scenes in there i listen <laughs> oh, i was really? like i couldn't have choreographed mm. it that's myself. good to know okay and it makes so, me go see it. <laughs> so in the superfly movie he has two girlfriends and it's I mean, that's the lifestyle, and everybody's in agreement with it, right? But this is how people live, though. And you know, in real mm-hmm. life, you have a guy, and he has two girlfriends, mm-hmm. and everybody is okay. My thing is, it's not for me, per se, right. to, if I was married or dating somebody, to say, okay, we're just going to both date other people. First of all, who the hell am I finna date? Because mm-hmm. it's not like every day you see gorgeous walking in front but of you. But men can do it. Most of yeah. it right. ends up Mostly with two women. Men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mostly it's men because you do have so many options when it comes mm-hmm. to women and it's so diverse. As females, it'll be something different if I think if every day you were like, oh my God, I'm scratching my cheeks because I just cannot keep my panties on because mm-hmm. every time Zarek and Zante walk, I mean, there's no such thing as that. <laughs> so it's very easy to be monogamous. It really, really is. Even if you are a freak, it should be so simple. Yeah. If you're going through dick rehab, there's nothing here. <laughs> I'm leaving. So, I mean, seriously, but that's not even just Tampa. That, you hear people say that in Houston, Atlanta, LA, mm-hmm. when yeah. complain yeah you hear women complain that are living in deep like these heavily yeah. heavily populated areas well the chocolate cities have a lot of gay men that's true too but i think i mean it's never been a thought to cross my mind just because it's never been it's it's never been the cake on the table it's literally just been one slice even in the, in the best, <laughs> yeah but even in the best situation even if you're just talking about fantasy wise 
You're talking about being in a relationship and you know what being in a relationship feels like. And then being in an open relationship, people get emotionally attached. Oh, I don't really? give a damn what nobody said. And now, it is some people who can frolic out here and just fuck everybody hmm. and be footloose and fancy free <laughs> and have no attachment to sex. But they're usually not in relationships. They're just out here living a life and having sex and with they haven't people. committed to anybody yeah exactly yeah. so well, then the says, emotions are detached this mm-hmm. says it can include one night stands with people outside the marriage or even ongoing relationships sometimes the husband meets the wife's boyfriend sometimes they don't every open marriage rules are different yeah that's what i'm saying it's mm-hmm. like a doctrine of like monique right. has an open marriage and i just so feel she like confirm that yeah, yeah. Oh, that's like true. the basis of their podcast. Oh, is that? Is, oh, it is called Open Talk or something. I don't know the name oh, of okay. it, but that's really like the basis of what they discuss for the most part. I just always raise my hand and say, "Where are you finding these people at that you want to screw I mean, so bad?" They, they they live in Hollywood, so you know it's a lot of free fall. I just stuff have that, that question. I'm there. just no, and that's to me. I honestly think this is some rich people shit because broke ass people like <laughs> like okay y'all know y'all might not know him but he's a basketball player Lou Williams he played on the Lakers he, he started out in Philly but he played on the Lakers for a period of time Drake mentions him in his music like he said two chicks like I'm Lou Will he has two girlfriends one of them was actually on basketball wise just real quick last season but so he has had two girlfriends but the thing about it is the other girlfriend was his girlfriend's girlfriend so she's bisexual and mm-hmm. she invited her girlfriend into the relationship. But again, yes. you're talking about somebody who's an NBA player. Right. With a lot of money and a lot Exposure of access to different. a lot of, you know, experiences. And if these girls aren't really working or doing anything to, you know, financially support them. So, like, they ain't worried about paying no mortgage. They ain't worried about car payments, yeah. student loans, and stuff like that. Like, right now, I'm young. I'm in my 20s. I like women. And men, and my boyfriend is allowing this thing to go down. He plays for the Lakers. We courtside at all basketball games. He buys us whatever we want. We get to do whatever we want. So for people that have that kind of money and access to, you know, whatever, if that's your thing, I don't think they have too much of a problem with it. But we're talking about regular working people who got to get up and go. Yeah. (laughs) And you know, it's not a cesspool of. You know, all of the baddest chicks or all of the hottest dudes going to be brought to your face. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? You trying to find something in a regular (laughs) dude that work in the office or the gas station or the mall. And people who doing that in regular life are usually just lying or cheating. It's not like an marriage or open relationship y'all just cheating i feel like it's the other person doesn't reasons. know jack i think the idea yeah. starts and i mean threesomes. i get the idea of being sexually alternative and doing threesomes and all like i get all of that and i i get it even more when you're in a position like you just described mm-hmm. i mean you it's literally a cattle call of the creme the creme de la creme of sexually you know visually sexually beautiful people all the time yeah and, and i that, get it i'm in glad that. you said that because yeah. if i am ever to participate in a fantasy you have got to be visually appealing. Yeah. I do not want no regular Bitch, I want to be in the hills of Hollywood. Thank you. It has to be like a whole yeah, family. Like it can't be like and all. Like somebody out. that would make your face kind of like, you have to yeah. him? So yeah. have, have y'all done a threesome? Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Have you? 
No, ma'am. <laughs> I've not. Mm-mm. Um, but my whole thing with I'm too the, territorial. I, I'll kick your ass. I totally yeah, me too. Because I'm just being honest, I know myself. You have to know yourself. Exactly. Because <laughs> that's what I'm saying. You're gonna be in a room where yeah. your dude or whoever is mm-hmm. having this sexual experience and. I don't know, you know, everybody's not being engaged at the same time. Sometimes you're off looking at the side like, okay, when is my turn? Like, I'm saying I'm on video. You know what I'm saying? You know, like you said, you territorial, jealous, mm-hmm. all of that. You're going to be like, nigga, you ain't never bent my leg yeah. backwards and yeah. did all of that. And you mm-hmm. doing it to her. Oh, but hold on. But to each his own. It's just not. Some people get turned on by yeah. saying they do do that to other people. But why would he do that? What I'm saying, if it's a threesome, why? Because maybe she might be open to some shit that you have never done, and he tried it on her. Oh, you, you know what I'm saying? Okay, or okay, okay. he just never tried it on you, and he might just be treating her like an inflatable doll. Because what did this, I feel like that show sort of? It could be. You see what I'm saying? But if he tried to bend your leg, he's like, ah, don't do that. Or what about if she's pleasuring him and he making noises he never made? That's what you I'm saying. Did. Like you don't know how you like. And I don't know. My daddy always told me, "Ain't nothing better than new pussy." Exactly. So all I'm saying is, he might be real adventurous when this new person comes to the bedroom, stuff that he never did with you because Just it's this never new tried, person. Right? And you may be like, "Oh." And then there's no catch because he covets you yeah. as the person he's in a relationship with. But this is just like a little sex freak. I can do whatever. Like even if he feels like it's something like I ain't do it to you because I feel like that's disrespectful. You know what I'm saying? Like you could have that kind of guy. And I think this threesome things opens the door for the so-called oh let's just have an open relationship. And then you being cheated on because. Usually when people have threesomes, they have rules. Like, okay, if this is our regular threesome person, you can't meet with them without me. You mm-hmm. can't have intimate moments without me. So I've heard situations where the girl gets closer to the girl that's been invited to the... And they just out to lunch while this nigga at work. And then they go home. They have drinks at lunch. And then they go home and do their little thing. And now he mad. Because well, he wasn't invited to the party. And see, that's when we roll into the next topic of boundaries. That's mm-hmm. when you have to set the tone of what you're comfortable with as it relates to the boundaries in the relationship. Oh. Janelle, well, not to waste liquor, y'all. Nuh-uh, well, <laughs> no, but um, I know I've talked to my brother about this, and he was like, I just feel like people need to really be realistic about thinking that you're just going to do something one time. He's like, if you do something one time and it feels that good, you're going to want to do it again. So you probably set these little rules to say, no, we're just going to do this one time or we're going to do it. Like y'all hear how Wendy Williams described it. Like we need to do it on an exotic vacation with a chambermaid who doesn't speak English. (laughs) Who's not going to be able to come back to the States and find us. But Mm -hmm. I mean, now you just have so much access to people through social media outlets or just being connected on Apple platforms or sending you, you know, giving somebody your phone number. Just because she don't speak no English don't mean she can't find you in the States when she come visit. Just because y'all had sex with her in Venezuela. So, do you think there is something to open marriages or you just think it's bullshit? Or I think it is something to it if Mm -hmm. you are sexually exploratory in that way and you, like for example, maybe a bisexual woman so why be in a relationship though if you just want to be because because they do desire to be in relationships I get it because I'm fascinated by the lifestyle Mm -hmm. so I get it like I get if both people (laughs) no seriously if both people are like I like the concept of relationships and having this 
everyday commitment but then at the same time i have i like my alternative life and then both people are in agreement i'm like go for it but what's the difference in an open relationship and a polygamy like sister wives type situation because okay so um, that, that yeah, i used to watch this show and i don't think it comes on i think it came on tlc it was like called the secret lives and then there would be all of these different type of topics and so it would be open relationships or mm-hmm. sister wives so it's these couples who these couples, they're, um, I guess, I don't know if I would call it open marriage. It's like a married couple that invite another person into the relationship mm-hmm. and they marry her too. And That's theirs is way. more based on a need to be in a relationship, not solely sex. Because most of the people are completely unattractive and look like they're sex as well. <laughs> That's just my opinion. They could be having great sex with each other and it just isn't my taste. But I think the open marriage concept I guess could work when it's not just about sex. You see what I'm saying? Like Mm -hmm. people just wanting the permission to go have sex outside of their marriage. I I, think a lot of people think that that's what an open marriage is. And I think it entails more than just sex. I think it only works when each person wants is wants the openness just as much yeah. as the other. Now that's a good point. That's what because I was going to say. Because people be coerced into yes, it. Like, because I, yeah, because what I was going to say is usually with this, usually the dominant person is the one that is making yeah. the other person Initiate, get into the yeah. idea. And I agree, Trey. If both people are on the same page, that is when there's a homeostasis of it and everybody is in agreement. But... It never usually is that way. It's I don't always think so one either. person bringing somebody into it. someone's yep. addiction or need mm-hmm. yeah, to I have mean, these true. other relationships. And that, I'm telling you, it always ends in disaster. I do think it's better if both parties come into it wanting the same thing as far as, you know, outside relationships or whatever the hell. Because somebody's going to get mad and jealous. Yeah, exactly. That's the no, whole thing. Yeah, and, exactly. that's, and, and I think that's why... Before they go into it, they try to set boundaries. That don't but work. what would be the boundaries? <laughs> because when you're emotional, you, you're emotionally tied to somebody and emotionally connected to somebody, and now you're inviting this new person in. It's not like with your kids where a mama has to divide her time with multiple children. This is a relationship, like with adults. Like it's hard for people not to get jealous about it. Because everybody not like, girl, you take his ass upstairs. I'm, ah, I just need my space. Right. It's not. It, everybody is looking because I think that they all want each other. It's not just like the woman is here. Both women are just here for the man. The man in the middle. You know what I'm saying? I think it's like they're all here for each other. Mm-hmm. So it's like, am I spending? Are we having our day? Like, do they set the rules? Like, it's just girls day we're going to get our nails done we're going to get massages and he's got to deal with this or like what are the you know what are the boundaries that are set and why is it that it's always mostly two women what about the two men coming into a situation i'm sure there are situations where you have because i mean it's very still probably taboo a little bit where you Mm -hmm. have men that are bisexual and mm-hmm. then the lady is bisexual and everybody is comfortable. I mean, Marilyn Monroe was the queen of mm-hmm. being with bisexual men at the same time. And she well, a lot of those woman. men in Hollywood were Absolutely. like that. The ones that everybody thought was so fine, like the heartthrobs, most of them was gay. Yeah. Most of them liked men, yeah. but then with the Well, bisexual, the I should say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, it definitely happens. I, I and But I just think everybody in the group 
has to be has to want it just as much as everybody else in the group. I think that's the only way that it could work. Yeah. I don't feel like a person that's coerced into it or kind of like bullied into it by the other party who really wants right. it. Mm-hmm. I think they'll go along with it for like a one-time experience and then be like, okay, I did it and yeah, I'm cool on it. I don't have to do it all the time. Yeah. I and just, then they stay because why well, don't want to lose him? Right. To the other person. <laughs> yeah. But no, I feel like, again, if everybody is not on the same page, I just think it's a recipe for disaster. Disaster. But leading up into that, as we talk about marriage, um, so Janelle, let's talk about the whole... Ti situation. Do we? Can we read the quote and be? Um, let's be specific. It was a few weeks back. Mm-hmm. He took the post down. Oh, he took it I down. I couldn't find it. Bastard. Because I was gonna have Why that for research. But he took it down. You know who has it. it up? That Jacks guy who always is a stand for women and stands by who us. Is, oh, Derek Jackson. Yeah, Derek. Did Jackson. he post the actual post or he did he just give the actual post because he just thought it was just? Horrible. And it was. I found it. Hold on. Yeah. You found it. So, oh, why yeah. men don't marry? Okay. So I'll read the post. Okay. Um, the lovely. Clifford Harris Jr., <laughs> the T.I., the T.I.P. of the ATL, shouted. <laughs> he posted this. And, you know, um, he made it very clear that he didn't write it. A woman wrote it with a Ph.D. Like, that makes me give more of a fuck. Because just because she has a Ph.D. does not mean she speaks for everybody. Um, the post is about why men don't marry. And here it goes. Because there's nothing in it for them. What exactly does marriage offer men today? Men know there's a good chance they'll lose their friends, their respect, their space, their sex life, their money, and if all goes wrong, family says. Oh, he has something blacked out. He I guess the, out the, her, her name. name. Somebody Smith PhD. Okay. They don't want to enter into a legal contract with someone who would effectively take half of their savings, pension, and property when the honeymoon period is over. Men aren't wimping out by staying unmarried or being commitment phobes. They're being smart. Unlike women, men lose all power after they say, I do. Their masculinity dies too. I disagree. 100%. On every because level. <laughs> I, first of all, I don't want to be in a relationship and damn sure not a marriage with a man who I don't respect, who lets me walk all over him. Granted, I'm a whole person and I was taking care of myself for a long time before I entered into any relationship. You know what I'm saying? So, but you still have to respect who you with because otherwise, what's the point? I want to be friends with let alone be around with somebody who i don't respect but all of these things that she's saying that people are losing um women sacrifice listen, a whole bunch listen, uh, if not more of themselves to be in relationships listen, and marriage and situations this women's who women who have things going on whole careers like t.i wanted tiny to not continue with her career mm-hmm. path which is music before we knew who the hell mm-hmm. he was she was the breadwinner Okay, it just so happened you ended up surpassing that. And that's fine, but it could be related to the fact that you didn't want her to continue to pursue what she does for a living, what makes her happy, what brought her, you know, her fame, joy, and all of those type of things. So I don't feel like getting married is a loss. I feel like when you 
decide to marry somebody, it should be for the benefit of both of you all in some way, shape, or form. I feel like all of that is bullshit. Go ahead. Trent. I feel like you find a lot of time. That's why everything that she said is the devil Just, is a lie. Yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> you find a lot of times that men, when they do get married and they do find somebody to compliment them, they show up. Exactly. Meaning that they become they they become better partners, but then they become better businessmen. They become more accountable, more because responsible. Of why they have that support. Yeah, they have a support. They become more accountable. Now the things that are what masculinity and macho and being a man is off that protectiveness, provision, all those things you start to see show up in the guy that you were like, I ain't never known him to do X, Y, and Z. Because he has a reason to. Right. Now he has a reason to actually show up, be accountable, and kind of show himself, approve that I am a man. I can protect my family. I can provide for my family. I can get out here, hustle, do my thing. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times, even men will look at themselves like, dang, I didn't even know I had all this in me until I married right. my wife. So what she's saying doesn't make that, any sense. sense. Because it's like, who are you getting fed from? Like, who is your Like, who are you even trusting? Especially a man in a position of power like a T.I. You out here randomly with all of these randoms who are pretty much clout chasers. Mm -hmm. They didn't have what they had or bring to the table. Bring anything to the table besides satisfying you sexually or visually or things like that. Because you're talking about losing your friends. Again, I disagree. You can still go do things with your friends. You can incorporate your friends into our life if they're like your real true friends. And then respect, no, space, sex life. Who you marrying? Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> really? Yeah. That's what I was going to say. I'm like, if you're losing all of these things, you marry the wrong person. you marrying the wrong damn person. <laughs> and if marriage makes you lose your masculinity, then you didn't have any. Okay. That's okay. a word. The vows didn't change your puss ass. Okay. This is who yeah. you were prior and this is who you're going to be. But just like you both said, marriage is a partnership. And if you treat it as such, you're not losing a damn thing. But T.I.E. does this. He justifies marriage. You know, excuse me. He justifies his cheating and his bullshit by, you know, minimalizing and downgrading marriage because he doesn't want to be married. Thank I will you. say this. Not everyone has to be married nope. if it's not in your ministry. It's not in your ministry. I'm going to say it for the people in the back. Everyone does not have to be married. If you want to still live your life like it's golden in a single way, then maybe marriage is just not for you. So don't do it. If you feel like you're losing all of these things and blah, 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 poop, 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 then just don't do it, son. Like, just, just stop minimizing marriage because your ass don't want to do it or you're not ready for it. And here, Like, come on. And here's my thing, too. What kills, oftentimes kills me is that you have these people show up and say all these things, well, marriage does this and all the negativity about it. But if you were, you know, if you were enjoying being single, listen, exactly. why would you even be talking about it? This wouldn't even be listen. a concern exactly. of you why men and women get married. That would be mm -hmm. a completely different world on opposite ends. Like, I'm over here living my best life. 
and y'all go ahead with that. Like, I don't I mean, have I a agree. discussion for you. Listen. But the fact that you're discussing it, the fact that you have an opinion on it, lets me further know it's something to it that you want. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because, like you're saying, like, alright, just because you have kids with somebody, you know, I mean, it doesn't equal a marriage. Now, you shouldn't be out here just populating the world, fucking everybody and getting everybody pregnant. But don't marry somebody just because y'all got kids together but like you said D, I agree the sake of marrying. Yeah. exactly if you don't want to be married and you feel like it's something that's not for you you can't see it don't get married cause I can admire T.I. for a whole bunch of other shit that he do but the way that he regards his relationship mm-hmm. and his wife like this is the same dude who sat up and talked about on the breakfast club having a two and a half hour or four hour however many hour long conversation with Kanye West fucked up ass. oh yeah 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 but when asked and probed with questions about your wife. Mm-hmm. It's a distraction. And that's some shit I can't respect. Because the distraction is the other shit that you're doing. Not your marriage. Your marriage yeah. is not the distraction. Right. It's right. just not. And if you don't want to be married, don't be married. Don't because how be do you feel married. like you have sons and daughters with this wife. Hmm. How do you feel like their outlook on the world is going to be? And how do you think they're going to feel about you as a person? Yeah, you could be a great dad, but the way that you treat my mama means something to me. And how would you feel if your if some dudes was treating your little daughter oh, the way you treating Tiny? I mean, come on. And then I got to take it's a few so points back from you because damn we thinking you boycotting these restaurants under the real <laughs> guise of mistreatment, that but it's under something. the guise of mistreatment of one of your side chicks. That was something to see. I didn't Yes, the Houston girl. was the Houston's the second the Houston boycott. Yeah, that well, the first Houston boycott involved that couple that did the whole some, uh, some trading. They're they're like these big finance people. The second issue was some chick, some actress who got she's pulled. On green leave. Oh, she's the pastor's wife. Show enough is. Anyway, she and her friends got pulled out of a bathroom in Houston, and then here come T.I., Super Saver Ho, talking about, ooh, Houston, oh, y'all tried it now, I thought we just went over this, and we're thinking, oh, he's really, you know, trying to be a voice of the people. Oh, no, the video comes out from some lovely person creeping in the doorway. The side chick was one of the chicks that was, you know, abused in Houston, so he was standing for his side chick. Exactly. He was upset because, you know, they tried one of his women. So the plot thickens. So mm-hmm. now all of that just is just a bunch of crap. Mm-hmm. And it's what crazy. Guy? It's so, crazy. Yeah. I can't, I mean, you do different things and that makes you great in other reasons, and for other reasons and in other areas. But the way that you, your outlook on marriage and relationships just tells me you do not need to be married. And you can't diminish marriage for the people who believe in it just because you feel right. some type of way about it. Shit, now that's a word. Just divorce her and move on. Just you got a problem. Let it yes, let it go. But then, like There's I said, there's some benefit to him holding exactly. on to his damn. Well, it's image. Going back and optics. forth. It ain't even just image because everybody knows he's dog her out. I was just tiny, well, no, but it's her. She is. You're right. She has to start taking accountability and saying, I'm not going to deal with this. Yeah. Because, oh, yes, they'll keep going back and forth forever. But she has to start saying, you know, do I need to be with this person? Mm -hmm. She needs to assess what she wants to do. But ultimately, I also think that, you know, when that 444 album came out, you know, a lot of niggas was like, okay, 
I cheated and I made this mistake and my person's going to embrace me again. Like Charlemagne says on The Breakfast Club, yeah, and, you know, DJ Envy, the whole cheating thing. And, you know, ooh, we mess up. But, you know, you have to work at it and take it back. Granted, but when you're habitually Right, cheating, there's a difference. There's in a difference. Agreeing there's a slip up. Moving on. So next up we have, I wanted to talk about social media marriages. What is so that? a social media marriage that was brought to my attention is basically like putting on for the city type of relationship to where you put out all of the niceties of your marriage, but underneath it's a clusterfuck. <laughs> I think that's most people. Hold on, wait. We said it about a few people. <laughs> we did. We talked about it in relationship when I was like, no, but a certain crew. Oh, oh! <laughs> <laughs> that is exactly what we felt about. But the thing though. about We're that is, games, but yes, there are. You know, just you know, you know the underlying issues because and you, it's like really y'all. What is with with people that you know? You could pick it apart. People that you know beyond the pictures when you're around them face to face, or you know them personally. Yeah. You could pick it apart. Like, girl, she just called me telling me this and this and that. But now they looking like the Cosbys, the Huxtables on this damn picture, this photo shoot that they did. I mean, I just, most people in life in general, especially entertainers, we see the most glamorous yeah, parts of their life parts. anyway. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, like, even with a, even as a single person, what fun is a picture you going to be in your cubicle stressed out? <laughs> <laughs> Posting that on your social media page. No, you want to see the picture of her in Puerto Rico for her birthday, lit, turned up. up. Mm -hmm. You know, looking like she's having a good time. But doing and mirroring your whole relationship, the facade of your relationship for social media, I think that's to your detriment. Because these people do not really care. At all. (laughs) They ain't going to do, they're going to talk about y'all when y'all doing good. If you're really doing good, they're going to be... I mean, they just seem too perfect. I can't wait for some shit to happen to them. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But then when something does happen, see, I knew it. Mm-hmm. I knew it. So you trying to please everybody besides right. the people in your actual relationship, that's stupid. I mean, people do delight in demise. So mm-hmm. I think that's why people do typically put out the jolliness of their relationships. But just from a humanistic standpoint... When you see certain couples put things out there and it's like, but you was just burning his shit in the driveway <laughs> like Bernadine on way to exhale. But now you're talking about my best friend. Yeah. Oh, oh, I love him. And it's just like, just as a human reaction, you just kind of like, okay, girl. Yeah. And like, I'm not saying that you have oh, to Lord. like... <laughs> Because I hate the people that overexpose themselves yeah. and their relationship and leave their self to open judgment and criticism and get mad when they get that kind of feedback. You're posting your like, whole life there. story on mm-hmm. Facebook and telling, well, yeah, we was about to be separated because he cheated on me with such a <laughs> girl. Like, what? People ain't going to do that. It's going to be juicy. We're going to have the tea and the popcorn. Right. But when y'all get back together, good, people going to be like, I can't believe she got back with him after he did this and this and that. So you invited people to your problem. Right. For whatever reason. And people going to constantly remind you of it. Mm-hmm. All the time. 
But no, I just think with social media, it's just giving so much access to your life in general. When you put it out. When there. you put it out there. People ask me all the time, like, why aren't you putting your babies out there and putting all these pictures out there of my children? And I'm like, it's just not in my ministry. I will do it sporadically. <laughs> but I just. Mm-mm. People compare people like people compare relationships. Mm-hmm. People compare children like, ooh, her child is doing this. Why is it? It's just too much. So mm-hmm. I'd rather just not even be a part of it for my sanity. Mm-hmm. And it's just I don't want to be a part of that narrative. I'd rather put something inspirational <laughs> or uplifting. That's odd because y'all relationship has always been very public. Mm -hmm. The way that it came about and all of that. So the pictures, I don't see why you would be reluctant to post. Because you have been uh, like wearing a Morris (laughs) t-shirt since I met you. (laughs) Campaign slogan. Whatever. D for Morris. What about you? Yeah, that is yeah, like, 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 if I do, great. If I don't, don't think that something's wrong just mm-hmm. because there's not a picture of us. I'm content. So now I'm just like, mm. mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just I like, mean, to me, yeah. like people, whatever. you have the power to scroll past anything that you don't want to see, anything <laughs> that you feel like you see too much of. Because like for people to complain, like, I mean, we all be like, girl, if she posts one more this or one more that. But just scroll past it. Like, you know, this person's page is going to be an overexposed version of whatever it is yeah. they happy about or got going on at the moment. And that's fine. Like some people put like certain shit is just not worth posting, but if that's what you want to post, post it. But I'm not mad at nobody for posting no. about being happy in a relationship, marriage or otherwise. Now when it's just a front, then I yeah. can side eye you, but I don't, that's oh, yeah. still on you. You got to deal with it. I don't, I can go to sleep at night and not think about it at all. Right. Right. And what about you, Trey? About posting stuff on Facebook? Your thoughts about the, I mean, the I'm, fake posts, like oh, the fraudulent. The, the social media. Are we a couple? We a good couple just for I'll be honest media. with you. There are people that I see posts, for example, that I think is a very positive, in, like um, Ramon and his wife. Mm-hmm. I love when he posts about his mm-hmm. family. And I think I love it the most because it's him posting. And mm-hmm. you don't always see men posting and it's not overly so to exactly. the point where it seems phony and it seems off you know what i'm saying it's yeah it seems authentic and you know yeah. genuine. i like i like it for for the reason that he is the 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 husband and he's doing it i, I love when charles does it charles mm-hmm. johnson does it and i know his wife unfortunately passed away but even when they were together i would always see him posting about his wife i for me, I thought that was great because mm-hmm. you usually see women like, ah, the and then the night. husband is just kind of like in the pictures. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, say this picture. yeah, like I, yeah. Another but aspect of Ramaz that I like is that he he shows him being a dad. Yeah, 
and they both of them i feel like every time i see them post stuff they are all about that good daddy good husband life and it's very genuine mm-hmm. so when i see their stuff i don't feel a ways about it. i feel like it's positive imagery and it's honest and it's not a put on now there's sometimes and obviously we've seen it a lot where you have the post and you're like now you know what <laughs> i know y'all this is a lot. <laughs> There's other people, and I won't say, no but need. that you know it is a lie, mm-hmm. and you're just kind of like, girl, like okay, I'm not hitting the <laughs> like button because I refuse to let yeah. you go on. But this I way. think I think you can tell, like you can, I think you can definitely tell based on who's posting it. Number one, who the person is, and if you know them like that, you're like, okay, yeah, the I frequency, know this is, yeah. And you know him, and it's like, but I, I will say I enjoy when guys do it. I really, really do. He's like, oh, he loves his wife. Because yeah. I, I know Cornell has a client that came to our um, housewarming, and he brought his wife. And and I had never met him before. I said, this man loved his wife. Because mm-hmm. he was just all like this the Baby, whole time. Okay, you I got good, you. you I was like, only, only way I know, because anytime he mentions, I was like, oh, the one who loves his wife. That's how I identify him. He's I a twin. Mm-hmm. And like, that was the first thing I noticed about him the whole time they were at our house. And then they ended up leaving because she wasn't feeling well that night, but they came anyway. Okay, we're going to go because she's not feeling good. So I'm just going to grab you. Y'all got some ginger ale? <laughs> Stomach a little upset. Like, he was so <laughs> concerned. I was Attentive. like, yes. Mm-hmm. I don't know his name still. The and man I've been who loves to his wife. I that one. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I, I still and I see them because we run into them all the time, and we like they've come to different stuff. And mm-hmm. I've been to um, his brother's wedding and everything. And he was the same way at mm-hmm. the wedding when it was time to do the anniversary dance. Like everybody who's married, come on, he was mm-hmm. like the whole time. Like I was like, he really loved his. Like he married the one he loved. That's what you're supposed, That's to, what do. You're supposed to do. So he stuff does. like that, I can tell when it's genuine. The kind, and we both have. When you see the dude, is just being dragged. <laughs> just, and I when I say I hate it, <laughs> it looks so uncomfortable. Like the dude does not want to be where they are as a couple. Oh, it could be the grocery gross. store. It could be a birthday dinner. It could be a family event. <laughs> they don't whatever it is, a sporting event for the kids or whatever. And he just looks like absolutely miserable. Like mm-hmm. I do not want to be here are they doing and you can tell in their faces i've seen it several times you can tell in their face i'm just doing it because my wife wants me to do it and if i don't do it it'll be a, a, a argument tonight mm-hmm. so therefore i'm here i therefore i'm taking this picture i therefore i will yeah. post on my social media happy birthday babe i love you you mean the world to me you know this it's fake. something that she was damn near forced to right. do. And it's a lot of chicks who will make them post from yes. their page or force them like, if you don't say, look what, right. look what Eric said to Tammy. <laughs> and all you said to me is happy birthday, babe. Are you yeah. fucking kidding yeah. me? Like, I, that, I'm not here for that either. Just, yeah. No. Mm-mm. Let that man be who he is. You already know who you he is. You knew who he was. Exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. You know exactly who you with. It's he that ain't for all of that. Validation. I just yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of people need and want it, so they live their lives. It's a part of the culture now. For the gram. For the gram. Or the book. Moving on. Our spotlight on excellence. 
So Talitha, our dear Talitha, she is a graduate of Florida A and M University. Yes. Trey, no, yes, no, yes. no. Oh, right. Let's strike and strike again. <laughs> I mean, she pregnant, y'all. The energy is insane. We <laughs> usually say the yeah. highest of seven hills. Thank you, Trey. <laughs> yes. I mean, get Sorry. into it a little bit. It ebbs and flows, y'all. Excuse us. So, as I said. She is the founder of Black Girl Speaks, a movement and theatrical production company founded in 2005. She wrote, directed, produced, and performed the first production of Black Girl Speaks as a one-woman show. She Yes, for the one-woman show. It's <laughs> so excellent. I love it. It's just so Jack 3000. Yes, I'm a one-woman show. That's right. I'm Phoebe. She, <laughs> I cannot do See this is going to be We love you Talitha <laughs> But you know how we are You know how we do <laughs> She also started an African centered Educational consultant and homeschool Educational program She is relational and parental advisor And she is also The author of Black Girls Speaks Anthology And Black Girls Brown Girls What You Could Be Which I have purchased for my daughter yeah. So Talitha We yeah, salute you book. today Congratulations, Talitha. Congratulations, and keep sis. doing it. Keep Black Girl Speaks. Why does she just read that like we're doing Reading Black Girl Rainbows? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's going to be a theater and montage. Yeah. And you see her Imagine doing community it. work. That's, that's the image I wanted to portray. Picture it right there. Okay. Picture it. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> we have to give it up. I, okay, first of all, I did not know she had like a curriculum. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's she does. dope. Mm-hmm. Yes. And number two, I saw that she had a book, and I just bought my baby a bunch of black she books, did. and I will be, I did purchasing. That. I will be purchasing that one as well. It's an excellent book. I read it to my baby every night. Good job. Congratulations, mm-hmm. Talitha. Mm-hmm. We salute you. Keep doing what you're doing, and we can't wait to have you as a guest on the Trio Podcast. Absolutely. So next up, as we wrap it up, ladies, we have our nostalgic notes. Oats, oats, oats. What are we talking about today? What are we talking about today? Oats, oats, oats. Okay. So today, what the hell did we just agree on? We said we were going to do New Jack Swing. New Jack Swing era. AKA Teddy Riley. AKA Christopher Williams. I'm gonna, Don't wake me. Huh. I'm dreaming. see it live and direct but um we're working on that you know they have instagram live now uh, i don't know if i like that i don't know if i feel about it gotcha but um yeah new jack swing was you about to read the definition no i'm not gonna read the definition <laughs> but i just want y'all to know that it ushered in a whole movement of music that i love and hold true and, and near and dear to my heart yes music the soundtracks Teddy Riley is 
a great man because we got guy out of that we got father mc we got a little bit of bobby brown sound out of that um who else like some of the people that are no longer making music uh like a christopher williams like we just um we just mentioned shoot you got everything I didn't know there was like a Harry list. Z, yeah, there's like Michael a, Jackson, yeah, like Johnny Kemp. Don't yeah. forget, just got paid Friday night. I just saw that. I didn't know that was part of the God, new Jack. This Rex, list Rex goes on and on. Yes. So we wouldn't have our Pharrell. We wouldn't have a lot of these sounds in music. We wouldn't have Johnny Cool, the whole album, 1987. I knew okay. that album from We wouldn't have Amio Baby to Tonight. Oh, Karen White, Secret Rendezvous was yes. a part of this. Janet Jackson, Montel Jordan. I mean, it's a it lot of people. Gerald Levert, the group Levert, Allison Williams. Like, I, you know what, y'all? I used to make. A lot of little mixy. Hell yeah! No, I haven't taken. So I have me a whole like I'm talking about in college. Even oh, when this okay. music had kind of faded out as an era or a mm-hmm. genre, the New Jack Swing, I still wanted to listen to it and hear it. Right. So I have me a whole New Jack Swing music CD that I still listen to. To the well, it's a playlist now since I have title and the songs that are untitled, I just made it into made a it playlist. Into a list. Mm-hmm. 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 What's MC Hammer. What's your favorite guy song? Oh, my hype, my favorite get is uh-huh. I like, and what's one? What's the other one? The party's not over. Groove me. Hey, I'm going to say groove me. It's baby, my favorite. Tonight. But yeah, I mean, my own words. Yeah. <laughs> all of, I mean, all of the top hits from Guy are like my favorite. You know what I'm saying? Like, Guy. I mean, Teddy Riley, like, this fool was Teddy Riley. He had Guy. He had Rex in effects, mm-hmm. Black Streets. Yes. yes. Like, Black all Black. of them different groups. Like, that is somebody who is really talented. Yes, with Johnny Jackson. Yes. We did it for you. You already know. That came out It brought us New Jack City, the movie, mm-hmm. which is a classic Martin episode with that damn dog. <laughs> yes, that's, that's one of everybody's favorite I episodes. This just yeah, reminded me. I had it on record. <laughs> 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 you know they wanted to laugh, Tommy. Then you can see and Tommy laugh. Yes. And Cole, and Cole too. They made each other laugh. Tommy is like biting his lip, trying not to get fired. <laughs> oh my god! Say and the dog fall over. But yeah, New Jack Swing was a great time in music. It really was. Late early, late eighties, early nineties. Was 90s. House Party a part of that? Because when you listen well, to full the songs, because I was listening, yeah. I was looking at House Party last night. Yeah, the songs from the House Party yes. soundtrack were definitely New Jack Swing inspired. What was inspired. the song on? Um, Ain't my type of hype. Baby. That one. In- uh, why are you tripping on oh, me? Yeah, big bug <laughs> yeah. today. Yes, yes, girl. Listen. Oh man, I have the feels now. I feel warm. We always inside. get them. Y'all know how we What's feel wrong about. With us? I mean, we just appreciate good things, and they come so far and few in between these Remember, days. Just got paid. Yeah, Friday night. Friday night. Yeah. I think of my own words, y'all. This is so mm-hmm. sad. Johnny Kemp. 
Yes, that was, that was was um Keith Sweat a part of that too? No. Wait, he wasn't Wait, a part he of was the Oh, a part of the movement, yeah, yeah but not on that song. Yeah, he was yeah. a part of that movement. Yeah, Keith Sweat, um, Girl, Don't Stop Your Love. Here we go again. Here we go. Here we go again. Going through the same thing. <laughs> Yeah, yes. which one? Heavy D, we cannot forget. I said Heavy D. Okay, okay, okay. She's playing hard to get. She just wanted me. She's playing cause she likes me. She likes me. Yeah. Come on, baby girl. So why you doing this? Playing hard to get. Mint condition. I know that you want me. Dougie Fresh. Oh, hold up, y'all. They said Jade is on yes! there. Yes. Okay. Don't walk away, boy. Oh, Don't walk away, boy. So. <laughs> I'm not out. Go ahead. I was like, in and fifth or sixth grade. So they, <laughs> yeah, we were sixth so grade. Girl, I think the lead in the in the video yeah, had the high ponytail uh, with yes. the braids. She had the curly cue. She had the braids. The curls coming down. So I'm gonna yeah. press my hair real slick. Put your brown gel. No, I never, I never used gel. But she never used the brown gel. So, um, she was pressed my hair real slick and put the little candy curls and mine would come down and I had on the plaid. She bought me the plaid, uh, um, flannel jacket and then like the, um, the short shorts mm-hmm. with my Jodeci boots and I would wear it to the side <laughs> with my little lip smackers. <laughs> she had I to have that and moment. my sports socks. And your scratch socks. Cause yes. you can't wear the Jodeci boots without, without the socks. No. Oh, what about Tony, Tony, Tony? Tony, Tony, Tony. Oh, yeah, anniversary. I got in trouble dancing to anniversary. Oh, it was too grown. Well, no, I was holding on to the refrigerator door. Oh, you was gyrating. And I'm done. (laughs) Listen to all that secular music. Yeah, I was. And I'm done. Did y'all know Janet Jackson Miss You Much was a part of this? I did. Because Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. It makes sense. I mean, everything is a part of this. Public announcement, ready for the world, a rude boy. It is in love. So for real. Troop. The wine is even on here. Oh, because you remember the song um, they had with MC Hammer. And that other song. <laughs> I remember in elementary school we oh, I used to love that song. Oh, man. It will come to me as soon as we get off this. Hold up, no. We SWV TLC. I can tell you how I feel about you night and day. Down oh, my heart. Now you know we had our and moments. Crazy. You know we had our boys moments. Yeah, we moment. did. We did. Oh, this is so wonderful. This whole Diana Ross is a part of the new jazz. Oh my jazz. God! What's oh, that? What's that? Oh, that song. Is I didn't on know that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Groove me. Yeah, we said that. Oh, y'all did that one. Okay. Stepped out. Um. Yeah. That was everything. What I mean, it? Michael Jackson. All that. Remember the time? That's Teddy Riley. I had no idea. That is Teddy Riley. What about, oh, you got to live and learn. I didn't like yeah, that song. I remember, Who's that? I remember that, yeah. Joe Public. Yeah. I used to make my own words to that. And then, I want to sex you, you up. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. I want you. Here, making my own words. I want to sex you up. Is it 
good to you? Yeah, that's one of my favorite songs from the Juice soundtrack. Is it good? Ooh, I like it. <laughs> oh, it's R. Kelly on there. I can't say his. Uh, I, I mean, he did it. Y'all can sing it. <laughs> Ooh, secret rendezvous. That's Karen White. Yes, it's no crime. Is a part. I have to make a whole playlist off of this I damn told list. You I got it. Okay, I mean, some of the stuff I have to bookmark this. Right. All right. So okay, we can go on and on and on and on and on about this. So we'll let y'all go. All right. Well. <laughs> We're back. Tune in. Stay tuned.